A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. What up, signers? Yay. Hi. <laughs> uh, before we get into this week's episode, we've got more five-star reviews. Thank Yay. you. Y'all are cranking it. I mean, you've heard. We put out the call, and y'all responded. So thanks. It helps us chart higher and for more people to find us. Um, so we really appreciate it. And it just makes us feel good. So. That too. It doesn't feel like we're talking into the void. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I want to feel good. Sue me. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> this first uh, review comes from... Taylor with a lot of R's at the end uh, reviews entitled fun astrology podcast got me through a lot of dull work shifts it would be interesting to hear a podcast on twin flames ever since oh. August of this year I can't seem to th- stop thinking about mine he's a Cappy Sun Aries Moon Rising I'm a Cancer Sun Cappy Moon Sag Rising oh. okay. I mean I think I mean I'm down I know it's the number one question but maybe we'll have like a I mean, compatibility, everybody always asks us about that. I think it'd be fun. And we've talked about it here and there and with guests and astrologers. But I think it'd be fun to have like, a, all right, y'all are obsessed with it. Like, let's just like look at parts that would be interesting to know about if you're going to try to compatibilize yourself. But Twin or, Flames is a whole like, yeah, that's Twin its own. Twin Flames, I don't know if you're compatible. That's yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's like two lessons, right? Well, yeah. That's part- I don't know full on. So if I'm offending well, no, anyone, I'm no, sorry. It can go both ways. I think that's the thing where part, but part of the Twin Flame scenario is like runner and chaser and it is that it's like it might it is kind of not necessarily not gonna work out but it also does have those components in it where it's like it's a burn yeah it's a burner um but 
interesting uh, definitely worth talking about do you have a twin how do you know who's your twin well, there's we'll a lot of things it. there's like i i got real deep on a twin flame i don't believe in it so that's I don't, why i'm here being like yeah i don't think i guess all. i just never had one but i don't know like what that means you know uh, it's I a, think we yeah. can redefine unhealthy relationships <laughs> and not call them twin flames. Yes. Right. I think yes. that there is a possibility for that type of soulmate, but I also think we have to be honest mm. with ourselves. Yes. Totally. And I think that that definitely is one of those things where we can, we can contextualize things and be like, Oh, it's not like it. Yeah, I agree. Totally. But I'm not saying that's not your twin flame. I'm not saying that it's mm-hmm. unhealthy. I'm just saying analyze twice. It can happen. Yes. Uh, next up is love from Cappy moon. Um, from Australia. Hey, what up? Uh, I love. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I love <laughs> WYS's focus on topics in astrology. I'm enjoying, in particular, the focus on planets and signs by house. Special note to the chart types and patterns episode. I learned I'm a bundle, and I've been wondering if the shape of a chart had been analyzed because I'm a very visual person. Thanks for the in-depth topics discussed in a super chill way. XOX. Thanks, Cappy Moon. I think you liked that one episode because we didn't do Australian accents in that one. <laughs> <laughs> if the shape of a chart had been analyzed because I'm a very, I don't know what that means. I think they were saying like, oh, I'd been they, wondering that. And then wondering. you did an episode uh, about it. And I was like, oh, cool. Cause I'm a visual learner. Oh, uh, like you've noticed I shapes got before. We got you, Cappy Moon. Okay. Cap on. From baby. one Cappy Moon to another. <laughs> I got you. Uh, tight. Your next review comes from V Sun D I N 15. It's titled A plus 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 plus. (laughs) Leo Sun, Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Rising. This podcast is so fun and informative. The gal banter in the beginning makes me feel like I have friends talking and laughing away in my car as I drive to work every week. Y'all never keep me bored and I always learn something new about each episode. The recent Beetlejuice episode made me realize that it conjuncts my Mars, so that's exciting and terrifying, I guess. (laughs) Keep up the great work, and I hope y'all read this on the air because it would make my life. Love, Victoria. P.S. There are probably a lot of reviews from Cap and Sag placements because they always have something to say. Damn. Uh, You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. You're correct. Aw, thanks, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also, hey, here we are. We're on the air. Get that Beetle love. Yes. And finally, this is from Bong Dog 420. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, finally. Whoever you are. Yes. Finally. Hell yeah. Rip. Rip City Bong Dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is this review is entitled A Great Podcast for the Beginner or Avid Astrology Interest. Something for everything. This Leo Sun, Sag Moon, Gemini Rising. The gang is a great mix about a <laughs> Sorry, the gang is great about a mix of personal and professional humor and astral for those of you who mainline podcasts. <laughs> I had gotten a personal reading a while back and it was very informative slash wow. resonated as someone whose chart has always been confusing to me. It was nice to see where those points intersected. This the pod has definitely helped me identify strengths and opportunities in my day to day, and I can't recommend it enough. Fuck yeah! Thank you so much, Bong Dog Four Twenty. Blaze it! Um, yeah, get it. Spark, spark it up. I, I like all the shade Bless that's been up. in there. Yeah. I like the shade that's been in the recent reviews. They're like, yeah, for all you like mainline podcast <laughs> listeners who like don't understand, like it's a, like. A fun community thing, and also like the only cool astrology thing. I'm just like, I mean, that's the only review I'll ever need. So to good, hear. I know life's life complete. We might take that and change that to our <laughs> our, our, description. our description is only pool, only cool astrology podcast so ever. Funny, actually, I mean, dot com. Yes, we've bought. Please don't, please don't anybody take that domain name. It's ours. 
Actually, that is a good web. That would be a good website. The only cool astrology <laughs> podcast. I mean, we sh- let's change it right now. So whoever wrote that, thank you. And uh, we're stealing it. Uh, yeah. But thank you for your reviews. If you love us or if you hate us, just leave us five stars and we'll read it. But it, it does help and we do appreciate it. Uh, keep them coming and enjoy this episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the C-sharp of this podcast. Ooh. Yeah. C-sharp. <laughs> C-sharp. A deep, a deep C-sharp. <laughs> Are any of you musically, like, yes. trained? Your yes. music, like, song? I can't, like, mm-hmm. read music anymore, but I've, mm. I've unfortunately learned how to play and forgotten how to play several instruments really but i'm very musically inclined i have a similar background uh like instruments the voice both piano french horn guitar damn french horn Mm. wow yeah i never fucked around with uh brass or woodwinds but i was good at reading music now i think i could probably play some stuff on piano but not like any concerta or anything it would just have to be like mary had a (laughs) not mary had a little lamb but Hell Something yeah. in between those two. Yeah, I'm a brat. Lean on me. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I'm you. I feel like it's similar. Where it's like if you know it at all, it comes back fairly easy. Um, I, I like learned theory, but always played by ear. Anyways, so wait, what I was? Would, like, sorry, what was the main inch like? Or did I you, played piano, mm-hmm. viola, and cello. Cool. And she plays singing. guitar pretty good. I play too. guitar. You do? What the fuck? Yeah, I can't right now because my nails are long. But oh, I, yes. Um, guitar is like a commitment to like nub nails. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's hard, and I also have short little fingers, so it's <laughs> hard. <laughs> um, but can't play those Fs. I know. <laughs> fucking so hard were so you hard. were you like acoustic rocking or like did you did you plug no, I mean, in i just have i have a guitar still and i'll play i just play it at home you and, do yeah i'll mess around on the piano for a while and um but yeah i always played i always played by ear and it's when i stopped i had i had like a ear playing by ear shaming moment in in elementary school orchestra where the woman was like sight play this by sight right now and i was like uh like yeah okay but it was one of those things where it's like yeah of course you had to like make an example of me but i was also like i'm still good at cello so like why aren't we focusing on that that i can like listen to this thing and figure out how to play it really fast whoa but uh yeah i took a when we were like i think in fourth grade is when like band started like rolling around Mm -hmm. And they had us take like a music aptitude test and I got 100% perfect rhythm. So I played percussion and I did the snare drum, the the huge giant like tom drum with the one 
stick, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the cymbals, and just basically all like the percussiony stuff. And that year was a revolutionary year at my school because usually drums and percussion were all boys, and it was four girls and only four girls that year. And we were like the drum girls, and it was like a it was like a scene. So we'd wear our snares on our backpack, and it was like. It was a total vibe. And I felt very, I felt being a drum girl, I felt very cool being a drum girl. Then I took full kit mm-hmm. lessons, which was much hard. Like I, the coordination. It's hard. Got much harder. Like I went to probably like a guitar center, Sam Goody, or like one of those. And I had like one of those long haired, like mm-hmm. dr- total drum teacher people. And it's also such a hard instrument to practice. Cause like so my mom, my mom was like, we are not having a drum kit in the house. I had a drum kit at my grandma's basement. So like, I'd only practice. You, you, you have to, pra- to practice. You have to well, practice. I always wanted to play the drums and my Same. mom wouldn't let me cause the, it's loud. I mean, but you- now you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For real. Like, play full on because our friend just had a baby but it's like they have electronic stuff and Mm -hmm. then you plug in headphones and you can hear yourself but no one i have i have one of those and like and i want to like maybe upgrade i bought like the cheapest one so it's just like the pedals like are pretty like if it feels like i'm playing guitar hero basically like they're really like like very plasticky and clacky um so I have one of those. I want like one of those like sit down ones, like because this is like a pad, like you could put it on any table. Yeah. Um. But then I bought it. I just bought a Casio keyboard not long ago. But I've never played key. Like I'm teaching myself from like YouTube, and I like taped them like the tabs color because I before I was reading sheet music for percussion. Which sheet music for percussion is pretty like simple because it's just like hit this mm-hmm. and hit that and then hit these at the same time. So it's like I feel like it's not as uh complicated with like different notes and things mm-hmm. for like other types of music so Piano's like it was the easiest to learn how to read music on though yeah for sure i definitely get it like when i was practicing uh, the uh i was like learning the fucking uh a star is born and i'll always remember us this way because it was just like a very piano-y song and i was like oh i get it just chord like chords like kick ass and like mm-hmm. they just make songs but <laughs> anyone who's like a pure music person is like yeah no shit <laughs> i i hard agree <laughs> hard but agree chord, chords make songs you playing the drums reminded me in sixth grade for our like sixth grade graduation at the ceremony every year the you learned like a individual class song but then everyone would also sing to There'd be three songs. You'd have like the one that your teachers chose for that year. Yeah. And then everyone would sing Proud to be an American and (laughs) Celebration. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, there always would be one kid that they got that they chose for Proud to be American to do the cymbal crash. And it was always like the littlest kid that would just stand up and like, (laughs) and I proudly stand up. Next, next to you, you. <laughs> um, so it's so it's always cute. like the most like booger covered like bowl cutted like ding dong it was but it was he was always so excited to be like hell yeah that kid got to crash the symbol like, <laughs> like you go dude <laughs> i forgot it was in choir too technically i mean from baby to like junior high um that was fun i remember i was like a fucking like queen bitch in choir because my teacher was like okay you see how she's enunciating when she sings like you guys need to like do that and i was like yeah guys you see i'm, I'm like i'm basically just like real i mean it was lips like i was not lip syncing but like the fundamentals of like oh a good lip sync or a good song like you gotta like 
can't just sit there with your mouth looking like a boring hole. You gotta like sell it. You gotta sell it. Sell it, baby. But then I got really nervous to sing in front of people in like junior high when everything becomes like embarrassing all of a sudden. Like I had a solo and I like almost pissed myself of of fear. And then I like remember asking my dad like, "How did I do?" And he was like, "It was good." And just like not hearing like it was the like it blew the fucking roof off like this like just made me go i'm never singing again <laughs> even though i got the comment like yeah you were you were good like you you did the job and i was like no singing it's scary even though i love karaoke now and we'll sing but that's also like a lot of alcohol induced uh you know pride <laughs> i have this um i don't want to say friend this person i know <laughs> and he <laughs> Uh, recently told me that when he was like young and had his first girlfriend, she asked how she looked and he said nice. Oh no. And it was a similar like yeah. nice. Yeah. And now he says that whenever his girlfriend asks him how she looks, he like goes super over the top with it and he says, I mean, I don't even want to leave the house. Let's just say <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, singing's singing. I, people always talk about public speaking being super terrifying, but I think that singing is like the scariest, most vulnerable thing mm-hmm. to do in a lot of instances. Not karaoke is like the sarcastic, right? Singing it's ironic in public because I think it, that's why I don't like it. If you're doing it, like there's a built-in kind of out where you can be like, we've agreed that this is, we're not real singers or we're not good. And so they're like the, the real, the, this is like cathartic. Like we're just screaming for the most part. Most of us are screaming like a song we really like, but I mean, singing is very, I think like vulnerable because it's like sincere. It's not, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it also can go wrong. So even if you're a good singer, like, it can go wrong with just if one note takes you off, like you're fucking you're out. If I sing along in my car and I'm like trying to trying to like go for something and I mess it up, it's like I always laugh to myself, but it is like mortified. You're like, oh, my <laughs> God, I can't believe that sound. Like you just made a sound that comes. it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, it's very I don't know. To me, it makes sense why I like both love singing and also it terrifies me because it is so like just like emotional it's yeah. like crying or something i don't know which i also love crying in public but and well in what? our society like i think the foundation of reality tv started with like ba- like survivor and bad singing which was like the parts of america like my family wouldn't watch american idol to the end but we'd watch all the episodes of all the, like the worst singers because there's some like I don't know. It's like ev- it, like there's like a core of evil. It's like oh, that's not me. Like have singing bad and people being like you're fucking horrendous. People love. are like oh my god, I can't believe they think they're good and they're yeah. just like enjoy. It's that too where it's like you. It should be a thing that you're just like enjoying and releasing and, mm-hmm. and celebratory and whatever. But like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why I wish I knew more about like notes with like singing or like keys. I guess because like i'll see like some karaoke places have like oh you can request that song in your, in your key. key and i'm like fuck i don't like i don't know what my key is because there's some songs i hear and like i can like 
harmonize and sing along with Drake. Like, we, I don't know. We have like same vocal tone. Like I can like sing on top of his, like when I'm like in like the car, like listening, like I'm like, okay, I can sing with this. But then there's some things I'm like, like Cindy Lauper, it's so hard to sing along. Or at least for me, that key, me and Cindy are not the same key, but I'm like, fuck, if I, I could like request hit true colors. <sighs> Cindy is so, her voice is so like, it sounds like she's so simple. And then you put that thing on karaoke and you're like, she hits like, she's in a different, re- she's just like up. That I like, I can't get. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm not that up, mm-hmm. but yeah. I try, I try, I try to be up. Is Cindy a Leo? I sing a lot of uh, Deli songs, which I'm sure, I'm sure my neighbors don't like. <laughs> um, I make them up. I sing current pop hits, changing all the words to Deli and snacks and stuff like Aww. that. Ooh, I, I bet it's real annoying. But that's what I mostly sing, and then. I sing in the car sometimes. I care more about the words than matching the notes. Oh, accurate accuracy. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we're Sydney's, talking. Sydney's a Cancer, by the way. Scorpio Moon, Aquarius Ooh, Rising. True colors. True colors. Oh, and shining. Aquarius Rising totally makes sense. Shining through. I love it. And that's why I um, love you. We are talking about astrology and music too. Yeah. I feel like we're just launching right now. <laughs> um, my Bops. question to both of you. Shit. Is where's your Neptune? Mm-hmm. Because Neptune rules music. I think there's different parts of our chart that can rule music, but I'm interested in you, Lisa, saying that you care more about the words uh-huh. and this well, than I think the-, that's the Venus Gemini. But okay, um, Neptune. Sorry, I just oh. I mean, I make mean, my Neptune's Cap and six. All right. I also have the 12th house stellium, which we just talked about. Yes. But, so that's um, very musical. Mine is cap and eighth. Okay. But yeah. I also think there is like, when I was like looking more into like what makes someone musical, right? Like what, is there any astrological points to like what would make someone musical? I think Neptune was one that definitely came up a lot. Venus is one that comes up a lot. Obviously Mercury can be at play of like how you might want to, um, express yourself uh i know just because there was a a lot of discussion lately on our facebook group about uh, vedic astrology uh there is a placement in vedic astrology called rahu i've only read this so i don't know if this is all how everything's pronounced but rahu rules western instrument and western music hmm. um so for those who and i'm sure we'll maybe have like a vedic astrologer on in the future and get more into that because it was like it was definitely like a buzz in the facebook group that day um so that will um that combined with your venus in vedic astrology will like give a lot of determination of like where where in music you might ex- um like exceed mine was an aquarius for the vedic astrology which i was like i just that was a new placement altogether so i was like oh, okay cool but i think yeah the aspects to venus and neptune will give a lot of insight to like maybe if you're the performative natures or like the artistic i think it's going to be a lot of artistic things which i think music falls into that but i feel like the third housey stuff too probably plays a part with like I feel like music is so much I mean all arts kind of communication in a way but I feel like music just it's so like a message like you're giving so many messages of like love and loss and this typically you know typically then there's more experimental stuff but well I think it's interesting so a bunch of I mean I ha- I'm feeling very like stoner bonery about all of this <laughs> where I think one of the things that I read about my chart early on was that, uh, like I have, I have Neptune in the fourth and it's like 
exactly conjunct my IC mm-hmm. too. So it was like having real emotional ties to music and having it be mm. a real source of like comfort and home and all that. And that for sure resonates with me. But I think um, what I'm interested in is how like what what role does music play in your life or like how do mm. you use it based on your house placement i know stevie from coming to your home often that you always have music playing when you're just like around doing stuff that you put yeah. it on it's like a background not that it's not that music is the background but no i stop it. i stop sex often to be like we need to put on music like i can't do this uh bear and like. you have a si- <laughs> and you have neptune in the sixth which is about day-to-day work and oh, health shit. and all that so having that be that makes sense of ha- of it being like a uh a thing that you do every day all mm-hmm. the time while you're doing your day-to-day mm-hmm. kind of things i wonder if that's too a little bit of gemini mercury stuff showing where it's like i really i've always been like i have tv on in the background person like i just need like me basically media kind of buzzing around my house like at any giving point in time because it keeps it helps me f- it's Focus. like having distract in air quotes distractions keeps me more focused. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't think of it as like day to day. That's interesting. Do you feel like you use music in an eighth house capacity? I don't mm. know what that means. I was trying <laughs> to think about it and it's like, I don't really, I don't listen to like fucking metal yeah. or something. Do like- you in spiritually stuff or like, say if you're like, at home or doing something that's like whatever spiritual stuff is to you just is there music involved i do not like playing music while i'm working mm-hmm. i personally i cannot work mm-hmm. um it's fine if it's on in somewhere but i uh-huh. i prefer quiet uh-huh um i can have tv if it's like bob ross yeah uh su- um, super soothing but i i don't really but if i'm cleaning showering if i'm driving or like getting ready or something like that i mm-hmm. want it on mm-hmm. oh but if i'm working so it's almost like in trend in like in transition like of yeah. like or like i don't mind like bartending obviously like having yeah. music but like if i'm writing it's like no fucking way do you oh. feel like I, this to me i don't know if this is necessarily eighth house only but do you feel like you're really sensitive to music like having i mean having it on i would say like distracting but do you feel like you get maybe like you take on like the vibe or the mood of i think i do listen to the words Mm -hmm. and Mm. so i think that is why like it's hard for me to to do two things at once but also like that can trigger like for me to cry or for other other kind of things yeah um or like anger or set you know Mm because that to me is like the there is an eighth house element to that, in my opinion, with the idea of like actually engaging with what's really going on in uh, the song. It's not like you can just tune it out and be like, oh, I'm just like feeling this thing. It's like, oh, no, they're talking about this and that's a th- I don't I can't have that mm-hmm. around in this thing. Does yeah, that make that's sense? why I really don't put it on for yeah. sex either, because I read into that. Someone chose this uh, for this mm-hmm. and I, it like. Like, I remember this guy I used to sleep with, like, he put on this playlist and then I kept being, like, like, overthinking everything. Like, why why would he put this on? Like, <laughs> this is, like, not, like, the vibe we, like, give yeah. each other and just, 
I get like really um, over over focused on it. I think that's very. I, I really to me. love music. Yeah, but I just like yeah. I think I just focus on it like a lot. I definitely can't listen to music with words if I'm reading or writing. Like if there's things that Same. are creating or taking in words, like I'm putting on like. I'm just Googling like world music YouTube. Like I'm just putting on something like, like nice and like, uh, agreeable and like, that's it. Like, I just can't. But if I'm like working on vague stuff, that's not like necessarily writing or something like a familiar movie or from a super familiar album. Like it needs to be something that I can't be hearing it for the first time. Yeah, like it can't be new. Out. It can't be new music. Cause like, I want to like, I want to go on a walk if I'm listening to a new album of a band that I really like. Cause I want to like, he- I want to like actually hear it. But if it's like, and maybe that's some cancer cancerian stuff in me too. But if it, but if it's something I've heard, like if it's the same Van Morrison album, I've heard like 900 times and like, fuck it, I can throw this on and like work. It's like, cause I know I'm not like paying attention to it. Cause I, but I, cause I, I know it already. I'm familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Damn. What is what's yours? Yeah, what's your music style? I, feel like i'm a combination of all of it but i do have very strong reactions to music mm-hmm. um i there are one where it and it also is like i can't listen to stuff that is gonna affect my mood yeah like it really affect like it truly affects my mood i don't like listening to a lot of like sad music i love yeah. sad music but i can't listen to it unless oh, I'm, i do that all the time yeah <laughs> i'm like i can't it may, i will get sad it brings me to that place it's to me it's i think it's one of the most kind of like powerful emotional things for me mm-hmm. where it's like that if i need to be transported real quick music is the way to do it mm-hmm. and it's also the way that i kind of like connect to things maybe that are painful like it's mm-hmm. a place where i I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to that instead of I've started doing this more consciously. But I'm like, oh, if I want to revisit a moment instead of like Instagram stalking someone or whatever, I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to listen to music that I listened to at that time. And that will kind of scratch that itch of getting back to whatever whatever feeling it is that i'm doing but i'm i'm a big like i need i will use music to like get me in a mood mm-hmm. like i need a pump up soundtrack i'm a big like getting ready music kind of thing where yeah. i'm like we need to set set a vibe and that can like really do it but like i'm very sensitive to all one of my biggest things is like people this happens at work a lot where <laughs> it's like people will be like singing under their breath oh, and stuff, like that kind of thing and i'm like I, can't, I don't like that. Either. I can't hear it. If it's like fucking that is like my nails on a chalkboard. Is well, it's just like, like public spaces, like just like have have some fucking have some fucking. Respect. I also think that for me, the 12th house part, it does affect me deeply. But sometimes I'm like, I want to do this to myself sure. uh, where I'm like, I love put it on, put on the fucking country music. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do that, too. But it's like it's got to be in a in a thing where I'm like, yep, I want to. Yeah, I want. I'm ready to hurt myself. But that's for me. That's like fourth house too, where it's like sometimes I'm not in the mood at all. That like uh, cyclical kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But it's like when I'm in the mood, I want to go in it. I want to be fucking deep in it. I feel like my feelings are always so just fleeting between like the eleventh housey stuff and then like the Aries Moon stuff and then the Gemini stuff. That like if I'm like sad for a second, I'm like okay, skip. (laughs) Like I'm like all right. Like I'm not afraid of the skip or like I love a shuffle. I'll just put my like all like when I ride my scooter because I can put one headphone in because I use it for directions and for music because I don't have a radio. Um, I just like go to all songs, all shuffle. 
and I can double click on my like little headphone clicker because I don't have AirPods and like I just go on I just like I'm I open myself up to the journey like I won't pick a th- if I had to sit and pick an album before like I went to work every day I'd pro I wouldn't leave the house because I'd be too busy like picking like mm-hmm. I just need to like let her let her roll Spotify helps. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm i a only bitch that's like on Apple Music. I do have the astrology tunes pod, or podcast, the uh, playlist that I made that have some songs from that reference astrology, but also going in like going back into time. Like I've every month since I've gotten Apple Music, I have like September 2019. Like I do it by month of like the songs I hear, even if it's like a song I hear in CVS, but I'm like, oh, this reminds me of shopping on my lunch break. After I had a really sad phone call with my grandma, because like I just heard that as soon as I got off this phone, so I'm gonna add this to the playlist. So it's like, it's like a wide spectrum of like, think like songs I just liked, and then songs I just overheard, or like songs I re-remembered because they came on shuffle again. So it's like a interesting soundscape. And I just wrapped up Spaghetti Dream, so I would make music playlists too for like for that too, so which was kind of felt like very time mm-hmm. capsule and nostalgic-y. I used to do one every New Year's Eve, but I haven't done it in a few years. Um, and then I'd like listen to the last one mm. from the last oh, year. Fun. Oh, that's um, cool. I found this on Royals World. Yes. Which, what is it's it? It's really kind of weird. Um, we'll share the link because I found this one too. This, I don't necessarily understand how it all works, but they're the ratios of whole notes and octaves and stuff like that. And they're the same as the ratios of the planets. Oh. So basically they're... and. We've, I think people have brought this up, but like every planet has a note, Whoa. whatever, but it, it, it relates to the theory of like sound, which is the sound, the note is based on the length of the string and like mm-hmm. the tension or whatever. So depending on like the thickness and how big it is, uh-huh. that's how you determine the note. And so that's how also there's ratios between the planets. the planets themselves mm. that also happen to be the same way that like a piano works why these notes are you know it's without you'd have to this guy is brilliant or whatever or like yeah, it's but very it's technical hard to understand yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff so it's like you can't really get into it but there's a bunch of different um like astrologers and philosophers who have come up with ways to contextualize mm-hmm. the zodiac in terms of music mm-hmm. um People have shared them before, but having each note represent uh, a different, I mean, having each sign represent a different note or a different two notes. But he, this article is super thorough and goes into even, which is something that came up in my mind while I was reading it, um, even like aspects to saying like a trine is a chord, basically, and or an opposition is like a dissonant chord where it's like, it still works, but there's tension in it the same way that the oppositions were like, you can hear I think I think it's a really cool way of if you are someone who either again is like skeptical about the zodiac or not it's one of those like as above so below things where it's like these types of relationships are in all kinds of things and so if this helps you conceptualize the way things work together I think that's a really cool way of of looking at it. Yeah, I mean I talk to stand up comedy people so much and we all like talk about our sets in a certain way and one of my friends um like we were having a conversation i could just tell that like whereas some people use formula for jokes where it's like a plus b equals c Mm -hmm. or like a is greater than b so c is a or whatever um or like rule of threes and stuff like that some people are like mathematical but one of my friends was like 
I don't know how in the conversation I figured out that he uses music Mm. to write his jokes. And I was like, oh, wow, that's like super interesting. Mm. So I think that if you're inclined to that kind of thinking, applying it to something like this can be like a real can give you like a real different perspective. Well, it's such an interesting way because you can hear I'm a real auditory person. So the idea of thinking about aspects as notes, it's like, oh, yeah, you can hear when things Mm. it's not wrong or whatever but like this accord sounds more pleasant to uh, the ear than to notes that are even right two nights yeah right next to each other those things don't sound good together mm-hmm. if you if we're talking about like what is just the easiest for your ear to listen to not that they can't sound because some people can play really dissonant notes and it sounds amazing or it's or if you're in the mood for something more experimental if that's the vibe that you're trying to create then you don't want things to sound really good or something like in jazz or country there's always like a fifth or a seventh or a ninth note that's at the end that gives it that kind of like slightly wonky yeah yeah or it's like oh this is a little bit that one of my favorite things in country music and jazz is always the ending thing where it's like it doesn't go to the the third note it goes to the fifth note which is that like like instead of like it's Mm -hmm. another it's just slightly off and that's what gives it character and makes it kind of weird and sad and uncomfortable but it's cool that's sick did you guys see we got dm'd by the smithsonian folkways the other day no it's like so related to like 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 it was right before we picked this topic so it was like just divine timing so smithsonian folkways which is the smithsonian that we all know and it's like the basically the musical folky you know archivey place but they dm'd us i saw the blue check mark i was like what's up and they're like thought you might like this and i was like oh cool um and it was about they just did a like little roundup thing i think it was like some anniversary of um, Mary Lou Williams. Do you guys know her? Mm -hmm. Okay. So she, in 1945, she is a black female composer and jazz pianist. Um, She's like super cool, super badass. She wrote and arranged for Duke Ellington and Benny Goodman. And she was a friend and mentor to Thelonious Monk, Charlie Parker's Miles Davis, all the, you know, she's like a badass. Um, She's also a Taurus sun, Taurus moon. And she made a 12 sweet song jazz oh yeah i have seen this a jazz tone for each sign um based on some based on like the fellow musicians who were born under that sign so like billy holiday was one of them and billy holiday i believe was aries um so she has this whole 12 track thing and this is from like fucking 1945 but um i'll play just i'm gonna play two seconds you can kind of hear in the background but this is taurus let me wait yeah yeah and here's a little teaser of Sagittarius but like the Leah one's like a real freak and it happened there hell yeah but it's a 43 minute uh album of every sign so each each sign has this little song and it's cool and we got dm by the smithsonian that's, that's really super cool, cool. Te- technically this, this guy <laughs> roll Rowl, world also had a bunch of links at the end of a lot of um like zodiac 
themed music songs that like either have it in there or just other he gave a lot of great examples of composers that have used astrology mm. or like used this idea of like the sonic uh astrological wheel in their compositions or as like themes or being you know whatever so there's tons of stuff i would love everybody uh in whatever capacity you can i want to start this we'll we'll i'll make one and share it too of like playing your big three as a music like mm. finding finding the note for it and uh seeing what those three we, notes sound like we together. have to have some composer musical like savant like people out there i mean if we can find a cheese astrologer person like we can we can find, find, <laughs> we can find someone that can someone play the, who is like the real theory heavy that could could because if you have it all, all if it's been kind of laid out like what signs are what notes and what aspects are what uh chords or whatever those interactions are i feel like yeah you could look at a birth chart and just like go like mm -hmm. and that'd be interesting to i mean because we get that vibe whenever we look at a chart just from like a oh it just feels like this but like music could really like add an interesting component of like and it sounds like well this. there's a lot of different ways to approach it so i'm I'm sorry to not be able to be like this note is Aries is an A minor. Right, they have that. They have, but they have a but bunch of different, different ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, so there's they lots also of different have schools. The Do Re Mi mm -hmm. and uh, planets. Yes, I mean, it, to me, it makes the most sense, kind of, to like. Well, I guess not. I don't know. I'm looking at this one that kind of has it in order of, of like a scale basically which would be starting with Aries at C and going up from there but it's not exactly in order mm. is that on AquariusPapers.com no I'm still oh, just looking at one. that same okay. one did you find one that's here go did you find one that goes through yeah but I don't know if he's I don't know what his credentials are <laughs> it's just AquariusPapers.com he has it as Aries C, Taurus C sharp D flat. Is that the same one? Aries Gemini C. D, Cancer D sharp E flat, Leo E, Virgo F, Libra F sharp G flat. I'm looking. Scorpio G, Sagittarius G sharp A flat, Capricorn A, Aquarius A sharp B flat, Pisces B. Yeah, oh, I'm seeing that one. And then it would be C, Sun, D, Saturn, E, Mercury, F, Moon, G, Mars, okay. A, Venus, B, Jupiter. Oh. One of the ones that they say is the most shared is the Max Heindel Tone Zodiac re reproduction. And I feel like I've seen this picture and it's kind of like the Zodiac wheel and then little short pieces of a, a, a music chart. Uh, but that one is Aries starts. Where is this? I can't see. Aries starts at D flat and then okay. E Taurus F sharp Gemini A flat Cancer B flat Leo Virgo C D, Libra D Scorpio E Sagittarius F add insult to injury over here <laughs> <laughs> Capricorn G Aquarius A Pisces B uh, random question what was your guys' first concert? Ooh, um, I guess not random. It's about music, so it's not that terribly random. First one that I remember, or first one? You know, let's. You can do a both, but like first one, like if you, like your first one. I think Boz Gags was my first really? one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good and one. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Faith Hill. Oh, Ooh, those are good. I think the first one that I remember, I think first one was In Sync. Nice. That I like really remember like I'm there might have been something before that but that's the one that I like really 
stands out as the first one. Mm, my first was Spice Girls. Yes. Uh, and we, me and my mom and my grandma did like put like the sign on. I don't know where the hell we drove to, but we had like Spice Girls or bust like on like the mm-hmm. back of my like grandma's van. And but like Ginger like quit because you know, the Spice Girls like were only in existence for like less than like a calendar year. Like their their yeah. reign was like just wild in, in wild and insane. Like they, it's a fact they put out, like two albums, a feature length movie and like sold all this merch and everything. So Ginger like I think Ginger did like four tour dates as a full Spice Girl and then like was like, OK, bye. So it was just the four, which was fine. But like but I remember not. as a kid, I was like, mm, this is not fine. And I really like Ginger. Um, But then the first concert I remember going to was like alone or like as a teen was and this was a dark phase of my life was when i was like into like hippie stuff and i went to keller williams if anyone knows that like hippie Mm-mm. i know a real estate agency <laughs> i know i was like yeah i like i just remember like going to the- they, they fucking rage <laughs> escrow yeah uh, that shit slaps <laughs> but i just remember going like alone and like with with a girlfriend and like fi- like being like 15 year olds like trying to find men to grind on and just like being like hor- like just being horrible high school like psychos where we're like we're actually 15 but we're telling people we're like 16 and a half like we're the dumb where you're just like dumb lying and all that but um there's this website i found that was kind of funny it was called it's called ambientmixer.com and it's just a website about like music and like making your own electronic music and like home music but they had a blog post that was actually kind of like well written there's no author link because it's just one of those like music websites that's like they're just putting out content, but I thought the person's assessments were like interesting, and I like the conviction of like what they were saying. But I want to I want to go run through this, and I want to see what you guys think because they listed out what kind of music they think the signs. Okay, I saw like. another thing like this, and I fucking hardly did, like I was like, no, I don't agree at all but i'm not gonna say where it came from (laughs) because i was like this is full-on wrong this was the only one i found that did any kind of and i wasn't even looking for a a roundup or anything this was the only one that like well i I got led there almost uh because there was like a google related thing like people ask what kind of music do aquarians like was like a question that was up at the top of google and i was like that's hilarious then i clicked on that which led me to hear um a lot of this talked about element too which i think uh i think that's an interesting idea of like if you are fire dominant you might be more into the upbeat uh you know electronic-y things if you're earthy maybe you are more of an acoustic-y like like folky whatever um but they were saying aries also the way it's written it's like it's bad so it's good Uh, (laughs) it's like aries enjoys upbeat tempo music such as pop jazz and rock still some aries have a profound taste for classical music as well and i was like all right well that like just that's like literally that's literally everything (laughs) my boyfriend likes red house painters so i don't think that's accurate what's that do you Marco's like this is not we don't need it to <laughs> it's not yeah we're not like, doing that it's sad boy music oh yeah. sad boy music yeah but yeah that's what I mean I think that anything that lists it you cannot read it as a sun sign there's thing. just no it's way it's not it is that I think that your sun sign has absolute least to do with your musical tastes completely because my boyfriend also will listen to the same song over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over like what 
without an end in sight. Really? Yes. Oh my god. It's funny. Truly insane. I thought it was interesting. Okay, so fuck this list. But like a lot of the things like I want to still hear all the tourists. They call tourists stubborn and yet practical who love a beat fun pop from one direction to Rihanna. Their taste is all about variety, which I'm like, those aren't different. Like those aren't that different. No, that's all. uh, Tourists love to move and tap their feet when they listen to music. They also like blues and (laughs) R&B. And it's like true. Not untrue. I like the upbeat pop. I like all that stuff. I'll do. I'll pop is always like pop. Leave pop alone. Pop is like good. We it has its place. This one was funny. Gemini's are very gentle and affectionate. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like I loved this list. They, but then this then they wrote this and I was like I agree. They love oldies and new trending music as well. And I was like That's true. I feel like a lot of the Gemini's I know like listen to like straight up like ghost music like from the past like ye old timey shit and then just like stuff you've like never heard of before. Or maybe that's the twins like wanting it all um you know for gemini's dances their first love fast beats techno or any quick music will have a gemini dancing in no time it's like oh yeah so they like i mean again it's sun sign so Wait, i'm gonna look up some famous musicians while we do this oh yeah i have a i, okay. I have this other list too from this houston writer that was like really funny uh, um let's go through so we don't have to go through twice okay i'll go back to the area so this houston i'll double time these articles because they're very quick and and frilly but there's this houston press article written by this girl whose name is taylor moon which is a great love it like great name great name and she was like okay so i'm a capricorn and i'm determined to declare my sign is the best sign um in music but anyways here's a roundup of like various artists and, and what their through line is so to go back Aries, which we've talked about. Diva. I mean, so many, but her little list was like Steven Tyler, Elton John, Nora Jones, Diana Ross, Celine Dion, Reba McIntyre. So obviously. Lady Gaga, Mariah Carey. Akon. All the. Akon! All, yes. all the Deves. Um, and then Taurus, uh, she jumped down. Enya, which I was like, oh shit, I didn't know Enya was a Taurus. That makes me excited. Uh, Willie Nelson, Stevie Wonder, Billy Joel, Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Adele. Adele. Uh-huh. Um, and then Grace Jones. Oh yeah. And then to go to the Gemini's, Bob Dylan, Ice Cube, Prince, Paul McCartney, Tupac, uh, Jewel is George some... Michael. Oh, oh no, sorry, oh, he's cancer. cancer. Kanye West. Sorry, sorry. Oh Tab. Kanye. Well, Kanye. Kanye. I actually just added a Kanye. I think it's the song Saint Pablo to my astrology tunes playlist because he mentions uh, something about being a Gemini. And I will say my astrology tunes playlist. Gemini is definitely the most mentioned sign of them all. Oh, yeah. Gemini's got a good rhyming name to it. Like, and I feel like, I mean, Gemini's a good name. There, I like um, astrology for thinking about uh, like musical duos and stuff too. Paul McCartney, famous Gemini musician. Mm, mm-hmm. um, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, Gemini, like a lot of air sign groups. Yeah. Um, totally. Um, and then Cancers, going back to the ambient mixer. Uh, Tending to be loyal and emotional, imaginative. Cancers love classics and only the romantic love, soft love songs are their favorite. And they tend to listen to songs that remind them of their childhood as well. For sure. Um, which I think was like, okay, yeah, hard agree. Um, and some Cancers, uh, Carlos Santana, Beck, Ringo, uh, Missy Elliott, Cindy Lauper, speaking of, coming back to her. Sorry, just finishing my or my claim about that, that uh, another Gemini is uh, Andre 3000. Uh, I mean, classic. And... Big Boy is Aquarius, which I thought, and they have their song, Aquemini. It's him and I, Aquemini, the whole album, and which is like, that was one of the first, 
like my family loves Outcast. That's like our family group. We we saw Outcast together at Milwaukee Summerfest, and it was like so fun. Um, but like those lyrics of like even the sun goes down, something eventually dies. Horoscopes often lie. But then they make this whole album about like being an Aquarius and Gemini. So it's funny that they have this like, well, who knows what's real? But then like they reference like astrology, like the whole album. So obviously there's like. A heavy interest which i feel like is very like aquarian and gemini and just air sign in general that's like well what's real except i'm gonna be obsessed and talk about it the whole time <laughs> weirdly the cancer one that i looked up has some actors oh in the music artist category robin williams and meryl streep i know they sing so oh, but yeah, yeah robin but williams like that makes a lot of sense to me being a cancer like a sweet oh yeah. his chart like totally fits all of his stuff. He has like a very Robin Williams-y chart, I feel like. <laughs> Cancer, Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. Well, and now Lana, which is like the bit. Now that was we the, know. That She's was the fucking for sure. I can't believe there ever was a debate. She's a fucking Cancer. Like, yeah. She's always. And that's. It's so weird that now that in the, the astrology mainstream, it was this whole thing that came out where it's like, if you look at the dates, it's like, it's clear that she could have been either or. And if you just look at everything she's interested in. like she's too cancerian to mm-hmm. basically function oh another sorry we we to backtrack but iconic gemini musician stevie nicks oh shit yeah that um there's a really good um documentary during the making of tusk where she's doing ballet it's they're like interviewing all the members and they're like what like someone's like on a yacht and christine's like hung over and is like bitching about something and then they go visit stevie and she's in her house and she's in the uh, her on basement ballet studio and she's like doing ballet and she's like i need to do two things i'm a gemini i get bored with one and it's like such a cute little it's such a good it's i think it's like all on youtube but Um, check it out also cancer musician don henley Uh do you know that and i'm sorry i have to say this i don't know why this makes me laugh so hard uh his full name is donald hugh henley that's so funny get it uh leos love attention and they don't mind singing their favorite song on karaoke stage at the same time leos also have a soft spot for tunes with passion leos enjoyed hard rock pop and musicals which is funny because a lot of leos i know they aren't afraid of those like 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 i guess like is the word like stadium type rock or like i don't know like the bigger like production-y like ensemble-y like i feel like people who like like those are the people like who like imagine dragons mm-hmm. like there's like a, that that crowd is like a lot of leos afoot because they're just like the spectacle and it's like what is this we music and it's like this do you guys is know what, who's mika yes no Dude, mika fans can suck my dick 100 <laughs> percent. there was a mika concert last night in downtown these fools do not tip uh, tip your fucking bartender thank you damn i don't know mika but you, you would know the song that it's that song that's like everybody's gonna love today gonna love today oh, gonna love today yeah that's like, like old yeah no? yeah yeah right mika. am i that's right right I think Mika fans come for me. Yeah, <laughs> at us. Venmo me, you owe me. Mika, uh, and then uh, Mick Jagger, J Lo, Slash, which I was like, I mean, I just never looked up Slash chart, but yeah. it's like that hair is like too like on the nose. Madonna, Whitney Houston, and then they had Alison Cross. And, Bo know, if Burnham. You're, if you're in there, oh. And obviously, there's you a would million. Know, sorry, I'm like looking at. I'm looking at what, Mika, Mika right now. <laughs> what like, is it? The, the the big one is like the Grace Kelly, which is the like. 
I can be loud. I can be loud. Yeah. This is like, this reminds me of like college cafeteria music. It's very, it's all very 2007. A lot of people drinking canned cocktails and tipping a dollar. Very, that sounds like Mika, honestly. Sorry, <laughs> Mika. Wait, also, when's Mika's birthday? I was, gonna, I was just going to be like, we need to diagnose uh, Mika's chart. I can be na- that was also in the wave of, um, I believe in a thing called love. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Leo. <laughs> I had a feeling. Really? <laughs> shut up. August 18th. Okay, that's fucked. That's actually fucked up. Like, that is so funny. <laughs> I just don't, I don't blame you, Mika, but. Maybe mention it at your concert. Yeah, make an announce. Please make an announce. Um, Virgins. Um, Virgos are analytical and kind. Hot take. Uh, they may explain why they all seem to enjoy... My, this may explain why they all enjoy the sounds of nature from classical renaissance to new age sounds. It's all about peace and calm for them, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. And then some of the Virgs mentioned Faith Hill, your girl. Oh, um, yeah. Beyonce, Shania Twain, Barry White, Pink, Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like do those Van are all Morrison. Like, Van Morrison has oh, a great sick. song for Go Clowns. Oh shit, really? Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm adding yeah, that to the the one we don't probably want to say. Ooh. Yeah. Michael Jackson. He who shall not be oh, named. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just read um Angelica Houston Cancer's memoir. Um, and it's really good, except there's like a few parts that are very like tone deaf old white lady recapping like life in L.A. and other things. And then she's like she played this alien with Michael Jackson in some movie mm-hmm. and like right at the end of her book where she's just kind of recapping like, oh, yeah, my nephews are this age now and this and this. It's kind of boring right at the end. And she's like, and I saw Michael right before he died. He told me he didn't do it. And like, I believed him anyways. Oh, and I was like, no, why did you include this? Like, t- you didn't. Ha- you, you also didn't, didn't even that. have to say any. No one was like, please recap. Yeah. yeah, please recap. Recap your relationship with Michael. But I will say, if we're not speaking in any way about, um, you know, non-musical things, but these are all, Virgo musicians are all proficient, mm-hmm. effective, mm-hmm. very, um, like, deliberate, and they make, I mean, they make great music. Well, and also, cla- like, looking at this looks feels very, like, classic. Like, I mean, I know Shania Twain had, like, but, like, Shania Twain's, like, the country and Faith Hill are like these country superstars. Beyonce's, we don't have to explain that to you. Barry White, Pink, and Amy Winehouse have all like really taken their place in music and like they're like, no, this is, I do my people now emulate me and do my thing. Well, and it's also people that like know what, what kind of music they make. Yeah. So like even someone like that I think can be really uh, agreeable and. Uh, palatable for a lot of different types of audiences. Uh, there's some, a lot of people we're talking about in these are like crossover artists, right? The people that are capable of kind of succeeding in multiple areas, but also someone like Pink, who is one of who isn't like the biggest star, but has worked so consistently and oh is, yeah, no, she's she like has killing had it. a like hit single. It's some there's some crazy statistic about her work where it's like she has had a radio hit almost every year of her career for over it's like she has a crazy long career and you don't think of pink as still being like a particularly or at least I don't like forefront relevant person but she's been able to maintain her status all this time she still tours oh you know who goes and sees her on those tours 
My Virgo mom and Virgo stepdad. Yeah, they go I to mean, every pink show. I'm not even kidding. It's pink rules. Pink rules. And it's, it's but she is like a not. A, she's not a sleeper hit, but she is like you know what I mean. She feels yeah. like uh, yeah, which is very Virgo. And I yeah. feel like even Beyonce, who was someone. I mean, now we're all like, oh, Queen B, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce was kind of not in the shadows, but she was like consistently working, consistently she putting grinded. out music. But she was not. She wasn't like the superstar that she is today overnight well and she also took her perfect life or seemingly perfect life and perfect relationship and then lemonade happened and that was literally the turning point where i think it became queen bee bay high because it was like the virgo let you see that she's flawed and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden we like like her so now she's relatable it's like yeah she made her relatable content content and you guys like bought everything Mm -hmm. which is like i'm not it's not a shame but it, it was obviously a it it's was a perfect. smart it was smart it's so it's perfect um libra libras are very social and gracious um i thought this one was actually very true where they're like they're very romantic venus ruled um they tend to enjoy classical and slow jams and they're pretty trendy and hip every libra i know loves like they are slow music minded i feel like it's a lot of the trip hop it's a lot of the like bjorky type like the more like a theory like very ethereal loving um i don't think of them as like liking fast pace or i feel like it's very um i don't know moody i guess or just something and maybe that's make leans towards the romantic part of it all but i know a lot of libras who are like have good trip hoppy almost like yoga e playlists hmm. uh, m&m oh shit gwen stefani gwen stefani ray charles tom john petty r.i.p yeah john lennon another Lil- one of those air sign gemini Lil libra wayne. team Lil wayne snoop dog paul simon there you go. There's, a, I mean, Gwen Stefani. Gwen, Gwen really Whoa. missed the uh, cancel culture, and she's like so lucky for it. I know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there was buzzings about it where it was like, mm, it's like, is we all, this okay? I, don't I, know. I just watched a YouTube video of that song, um, Luxurious. Do you know that song? It's like yes. working so hard every night and day, and it's like her, like with all like the East LA like cholo dudes and girls. If you go through those comments. It's like ridiculous because everyone's like, dude, you know what? Gwen Stefani's Mexican to me. I don't give a shit. I'm from East LA. She's fine. <laughs> she be, counts. And I'm look. like, and I'm like, wow, she really like just hit that sweet spot in time where everyone's like, you know what? Gwen, she's a Libra. She mean I think she means well, but like that could never that doesn't no, today work. That doesn't work. work now. But no. luxurious. There's some Gwen had some song solo songs. Love it. Uh, Scorps. So I think obviously the stereotype's going to be dark and gothic and all that stuff. Uh, but I mean, theirs was very, di- it's like a diverse, they like a diverse group of music was basically the diagnosis. I think Scorpio gets a lot of the credit for like dark, I know, see whatever, but I do not think of Scorpio that way. The more, the more that we learn about, I mean, I think, mm-hmm. yes, but it's more like, to me, it's more like, intense and mm-hmm. what Katy Perry being a Scorpio is like makes the most sense to me right because it is that like first of all fucking love Katy Perry music um but it also is like so um emo- like in- emotionally intense with like pop in a pop yeah. way that's like it's not actually deep or right. anything, it, but it's like sick. she's singing about it like it's so fucking deep and it's the most well, heartfelt thing you've ever heard. Well, even like my Scorpio friends who aren't like when they read things, they're like, it's all gothic and I wear black and this. I'm not like this. And I'm like, no, yeah, you're like a bubbly blonde and this, but you like only ask intense questions. Mm-hmm. Like you only want to talk about 
like our like traumas with our moms and like you know like all of those things and it's like oh yeah i guess i do because like you can still like sweet bubbly things but it's because what under the sweetness is like deeper themes of like i don't know like mm-hmm. things that are like kind of like sexy or horny or nasty or like all like they all represent like a cover i think like scorpios actually do put on this very like sweet um innocent like a very well, innocent very inquisitive kind of vibe and it and it comes out because it's like because they want to get to the meat slowly they're like licking the lollipop to get to the center or it's like someone like drake i don't think of oh, drake God. as like gothic or he, he's a little whatever. sad but he's a sad boy. that's what i mean but it's like it's not not even a little it's not he's like sad. it's not you know i think again it's, scorpio gets credit for being like more like gothy and moody and whatever but i think that belongs to fucking capricorn and aquarius oh, all okay. the way uh and then also neil young scorpio um this had a lot of country because i think it's from houston but like miranda lambert and brad paisley uh p diddy bjork i think mm-hmm. bjork's a good well I, there's again, a ton of them uh keith urban sierra mm-hmm. uh drake we already said weird al oh hell yeah uh the weirdest I Al. Just saw a really good. It's one. like none of these people are like God. metal Ryan goth. Adams, yeah, yeah. No, it's Joey about Mitchell. It's mm-hmm. about David capturing. Guetta. Yes, it's about capturing a mood. It's about understanding like the essentials of people and emotion, and also communicating. Like, I mean, I think it makes sense that a bunch of of country people are because it's so much about like storytelling and a thing. This is what happened, and all of these mm-hmm. those interesting details and things like that. I think that totally Cisco. Yeah. Woo! I mean, let me see that. Let me see that thong, baby. Wow, dumps like a truck. Uh, What? What? (laughs) Sages. Um, idealistic with a great sense of humor. They love world music from hip hop to dance to even dark soundtracks, which I thought was interesting. Sagittarius are open-minded. They occasionally enjoy some classic rock or even Caribbean dance rhythms as well. We are the greatest hits of the. (laughs) I mean, that's what we're buying. We're buying a greatest hits album. We don't give a fuck. Uh, Uh, Then Sages are Jimi Hendrix, obviously Taylor Swift, Britney Spears. Frank Sinatra, Miley Cyrus, Sinead O'Connor, which I thought was Christina, Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, there's a there's a lot, and also I will say like a, a through line is like um interesting relationship with like the partying and life and uh, you know the scene. I would say these are people definitely in the scene and in the know and in the go and definitely kind of maybe. I think a lot of controversial people also like whether it's um, they actually did something controversial or their music. Is pol- like Taylor Swift is controversial because uh, she's polarizing as fuck. Like people f- definitely feel one way or another about Taylor Swift, and we—I know we've talked about her a million times on the pod. Um, cool caps, to- definitely the goths of the zodiac. Um, it said a majority of Capricorns are like p- music that their parents raised them on, um, and great rock and roll, which I think is you know caps. Caps are there's a lot of good celeb caps uh like david bowie janice joplin oh, skrillex not kind of the good but he he did his thing elvis presley marilyn manson dolly Parton, and then the author was, wrote this and the author of this article <laughs> i just have been John listening Legend and ricky martin oh i mean capricorns marilyn manson well they get the repressed rap so i think music is like if you're uh, emotionally more in what a great place to go out absolutely i think capricorns are also fantastic um like uh composer arranger mm-hmm. they are about they know how s- the structure of music 
works. Yeah. Whatever kind of thing that they're doing, they they can do a lot with that. I just was listening during this Pisces full moon to a lot of Chet Baker, who is also a Pisces. I mean, mm. a Capricorn has a bunch of songs about being a fucking sad boy. It's <laughs> all, but I think yeah, it makes sense of of that that being where you let out some of your more emotional things, but it's in a controlled mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. Um, Aquarians, Aquarians are, you know, considered the rebel. They've usually listened to music that someone else probably hasn't heard of yet and are willing to try new music and enjoy alternative or electronic. And definitely, I mean, I think Aquarians, um, from like people I know who are like super alternative or punk or DIY to people who are just like regular Aquarians. I do. I feel like they are like, they want something other or like not mainstream. Like a mainstream is not like a selling, like if you're trying to get them into somebody, like don't. The mainstream, like you should get some, if they're mainstream artists, like give them like the first album that no one had heard and that's before they even got big or what have you. Yes. Um, but some people, Alicia Keys, Justin Timberlake, Bob Marley, Alice Cooper, Shakira, and Garth Garth Brooks, which is so oh, funny because yeah. he ha- he made that. the dark, The dark side. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, The Weeknd, Harry oh, yeah. Styles. Harry's, oh, yeah. oh my God. I like just got into Harry Styles. I think he's so hot. I mean, I'm late he's to the party. Child. He's so. I can't. I just have. I Dude, mean, Dunkirk. Don't even get me started on the Dunkirk. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like Dunkirk's like the sexiest movie I've ever seen. I just can't. I don't know. I it's. I'm. I'm a. I don't know what the right word is, but I'm just. I'm forever a fucking. He's got to be an older guy. I can't. Do he's it. older now. But not. He's not older than me. Oh, uh, like an old, like an old man. Like That's I just, fair. I can appreciate him as like a a statue or something like that. But like there, <laughs> like I understand he's I have attractive, no but I don't I, know why. Yeah, I'm like Ooh. it's there's like in Dunkirk. Maybe it's because he's in this rugged World War II soldier outfit. He's got this swoop. T- he's very hunk. I, I mean, I've seen Dunkirk, but I also was f- just like it's very loud and it's very <laughs> <laughs> a lot of explosions. Great, great sound mixing. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, I said that afterwards. I was like, wow, this is, you know, you see that on the Oscars and you don't think about it. But this one, I was like, somebody oh, did this. Like, yeah, this is getting the sound mix. Wow, right? sound. Um, Pisces, they're inclined to love music from other cultures. Pisces use music as an escape route for them. Um, gentle, com- uh, compassionate, intuitive towards pop, upbeat, and dance music. Um, all my raver friends are Pisces. Yes. It's like the stereotype is from somewhere. And Pisces love to fucking just get it out through dance and rave and all that kind of shit. And then I got Justin Bieber, Lou Reed, Rihanna, Kirk Cobain, Johnny Cash, Carrie Underwood. George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Latifah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of good Pisces. Say? Yes. Sings yeah. and raps. Yeah. Pisces. I mean, that's yeah. a good, when I look, when I was like just doing like a check of like who's in what band and who, there's a lot, there's just like a lot of water signs in general, but like Pisces really like hammer at home and like a lot of musical groups. Yeah. I, I mean, so I, I, think, noticed. I think we're seeing a lot of frontmen women on these lists yes mm-hmm. not, not not the drummers and the uh, yeah uh, the bass the whole group necessarily totally but, um, yes absolutely so think about that too that's yeah. a good point uh, i think water i mean we talked about you know what rules it too i think going into not to prescribe to anybody i saw a lot of like message threads that were like well i'm a musician and i don't have any of these placements that people are saying are musical placements I think remembering aspects and remembering that you can be musical no matter what that you don't have. There isn't one placement that says, oh, this is like a music placement. Yeah, there's no like diagnosis of like, oh, obviously you're going to be a great singer or what have you. But I think so many things in your chart can go into like who's maybe because I think some things in music too, like maybe you're like 
into criticism or into theory or like there can be things that point because maybe it's hard for you to express yourself or be like emotionally vulnerable so maybe you do want to be on the more analytical side or be in the production or mixing or like there's so many you can't do it alone like yeah. you can't do it all alone so I think those things can all be there but I think I think seeing just like taking inventory of the things you like and maybe thinking like are these thinking of the elements thinking of the plans thinking of aspects and th- and just like uh talking to your friends and like maybe taking it's just fun. I mean this is where we get into our Kinsey-ish study of like what does this all look like and mean mm-hmm. um and it's just fun interesting to me ideas about like where you lack elements and what kind of what kind of music you like if that's something that you're drawn to or if you mm-hmm. or if you have a lot and yeah so just things. maybe you have no musical placements but a lot of placements that want you to challenge yourself mm-hmm. so you're mm-hmm. like i like doing this because it's hard or yeah. whatever or you're like a real soft option and it comes easy to you in which case mm-hmm. just fuck off and well, i think and it's, <laughs> i'm in the art world and it sucks yeah. <laughs> and i think a lot of these things too can lend like music this movies you know painting like all the arts are gonna all be in similar things so maybe if you've been doing a medium that's you're supposedly good at, or maybe you started that as a college or you kind of go into our school patreon episode and then you realize like maybe you do want to make music or do want to try a different medium i think it's um there's just like there's different options to try out i mean astrology has really taught us meme wise like why not both or why not all or like you won't know until like you fucking just do it so go on do it well Say, um, rock out baby wish I, had a, I thought by now i would have thought of you know a, a closing uh like lyric note uh, closing time i don't know better, it's better <laughs> to, you don't have to go home but you can't stay here it's better to burn out than to fade away there we go spread love hell yeah the brooklyn way <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll see you next week bye bye Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. What's your Bye. Sign? Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your You have reached the voicemail box of What's Your Sign, Baby? Hey, y'all. So when it comes to looking for music in a natal chart, I go to the fifth house. In my fifth house natally, I have Moon conjunct Neptune. Fifth house also represents children. So, like, literally until I graduated high school, I was a pianist. Um, but then scrap all that, moving to the present. My favorite artist is Megan Stallion. Um, the synastry between our chart, I'm an aqua moon. She's an aqua sun. She has a Capricorn Venus. It's in my fifth house, which is in Capricorn. I literally love her and her music. My favorite song is Tina Montana, which is off her Tina Snow album, because it just oozes with that Saturn Wreck You Hose vibe. So the ruler of my fifth house is in my eighth house. Aries and she speaks to me like deep down. She represents the transformation I made into the socialist slut that I am today. <laughs> Hi, my name is Weezy and I'm a Gemini sun and a Cancer moon. 
And I saw that you picked that Doja Cat picture with the Gemini rings. And, oh, my God, I've been dying to talk about this. So I found that I am very obsessed with Gemini musicians, uh, rappers specifically, and also people that have cancer moons. So it's like, you know, whatever I have. But I was listening to that song, Juicy, and where she says, never trust a big butt in a Gemini. And it sounded like she was talking about being a Gemini herself. And I was like, there's no way she's a Gemini. She's not that clever. And she's kind of corny. So I looked it up, and she's a Libra. And I posted about this, and I found out that there's all these people in my life that are Libras that are pretending to be other signs. And what is that? Oh, my God. I don't know. Okay, bye. Hi, this is Kelly. I'm a Pisces, and I listen to a lot of R&B. I think because my Pisces Venus is, like, trying my Cancer Moon, and I think that they like the baby-making music. And I think also my Aries Mercury loves, like, the trap shit, loves Rico Nasty. And obviously, we all love Rihanna, my Pisces queen. Um, and also, my, my Aries Mercury is in the fifth house, so I'm always trying to dance with the music that I listen to. And my Neptune and Capricorn makes me, like, really anal about my playlists that I make. So I make, like, an insane amount of playlists. Thanks. Bye. Hello. My name is John, uh, Ministry of Nonsense on the Instagram. Oh, I can't believe I'm leaving a voicemail for y'all. Let's get to business. Um, music. I really love music, and I'm a musician. And I wouldn't say I'm very good, but I can still call myself that. Anyway, my son is an Aquarius, and I would say that that occupies how all over the place and, like, open I am to things. I'm always just getting interested in the next thing, unless I really want to listen to an album. My playlists are just kind of a dumping ground for every cool song I hear and have to shazam on my phone, and then I'll obsess over a song and listen to it on repeat. Um, My moon is a Pisces, and... I mean, it just makes me listen to a lot of reflective music and sad music and indie rock. I like, I'll never get over Bright Eyes. I love like the Avalanches and Jay Dilla and Mort Garson's Plantasia, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, Mulatu Estake, um, Valley Queen. God, I could go on forever. I just I love like indie rock and it could be a happy sounding song with a sadder undertone. That's, that's totally cool in my book. Hello, I think this is the What's Your Sign hotline. I really hope it is. Otherwise, someone is going to get a very long message about why I, an Aquarius, love music. Um, For the record, this is Cat on Instagram. Huge fan. Um, Went to the event at the Plus Buzz. That was super fun. But let's get into Aquarius music artists. We have some really great people on our docket. I'll just name some of my top favorites, including the Holy Trinity, Rick James, Rick Asley, and Rick Ross. Also, Logic, which, by the way, hi, how are you, Logic? If you're listening, hit a girl up. Other Aquarius artists are Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, particularly proud of that one, Alicia Keys, Cameron, Kid Cudi, Shakira, Justin Timberlake, Anderson Pack, Cheryl Crow, The Weeknd, Dr. Dre, and Paris Hilton. The only reason why I'm including Paris Hilton is because her amazing song, The Stars Are Blind, which, you know, we all know it. Even though the guys are crazy, 
even the stars are blind. That one, amazing. Um, also, that would lead us into favorite astro-themed songs. So, Stars Are Blind, definitely a great song about stars. How Soon Is Now by The Smiths. Aquarius slash Let the Sunshine In by The Fifth Dimension. But the cover by Evelyn Champagne in like the early 80s, late 70s is more fun, more disco, less 60s hippie. Um, another great one, Saturn Returns by Sunny Levine. Just discovered that one not too long ago. I'm Aquarius by Metronomy. Super weird song. I don't necessarily think it's a good song, but I thoroughly enjoy listening to weird music. And last but not least, Aquemini by Outcast, which my best friend is a Gemini, and I'm an Aquarius, and together we make an Aquemini pair. It's a great time. Anyways, I'm a super huge fan of you guys. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?